from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. G'day, I'm Graham, VK4 Baker Baker. This is the national news for week commencing December 10, 2017. And OMG, texting messaging has turned 25. On December 3, 1992, British software engineer Neil Papworth sent the world's first ever text message. It was to an executive at Vodafone saying, Merry Christmas. Swinburne University's Belinda Barnett who specialises in the history of technology, says no one expected how popular text messages would become. This very short, instantaneous communication from device to device was revolutionary, Dr Barnett says. It changed the face of communication. Prior to SMS, to communicate with someone, you had to at least answer the phone and talk to them, or you had to be sitting at your desk and open an email. Nalima Cohen, writing in The Age, says, according to the Australian Communications and Media Authority, as of June 2016, 83% of adult Australians had sent an SMS from their mobile handset in the past six months. Dr John Lenerick, a lecturer at RMIT School of Business, IT and Logistics, who looks at the social and ethical aspects of technology, says text messaging is a hybrid form of communication. It's a cross between writing and speech. You write in an abbreviated fashion. He says it's another stage of evolution of our language. On WIA News last week, we mentioned the workings of the various VK, QSL bureaus, etc. Hot on the heels of that item, we received a note from John Siemens, VK3JLS, WIA National and Inwards QSL Manager. He says... We've recently received correspondence from the Ukraine advising that the QSL service from the IARU-affiliated Ukraine QSL Bureau, the UARL, is not operating effectively and asking that QSL cards for the Ukraine should be sent instead to a newly established non-IARU-affiliated Ukraine QSL Bureau. The IARU Region 1 President is planning on holding a meeting with UARL shortly to clarify the position and receive assurances from UARL about the future operation of the Ukraine Bureau. Until this matter is resolved, the VK Bureau will not be forwarding any outward QSL cards to the Ukraine. Any cards destined for the Ukraine that are received at the VK Outwards Bureau will be held. Until such time, the IARU advises a resolution has been reached. It is timely to restate to all members that the WIA only sends cards to IARU-affiliated QSL bureaus. When preparing cards to be sent to the Outwards Bureau, they should be sorted into DXCC country list as per the IARU QSL Bureau list. That list is regularly updated with changes and should be checked prior to forwarding outwards QSL cards. From the WIA, VK1 WIA. I'm Justin, VK7 Tango Whiskey, WIA Board Director, with this week's broadcast comments. Volunteer committees are the foundation of the WIA, and the Board at its November meeting approved the creation and filling of an Assessment and Learning Committee. This committee, in association with the WIA's nominated training organisation and affiliated clubs, offer training services, develop and administer 
the WIA's Training and Assessment System. This committee will cover all aspects of the assessment and learning system as we currently know it and work with all the stakeholders to improve and develop the system. Stay tuned for the advertising of these positions for this committee. There are many other volunteer committees in the WIA that are working away in the background and doing some great work and I'd like to focus on one of them today, the Historical and Archives Committee. Now this committee are the custodians of the heritage of the Wireless Institute of Australia and Amateur Radio in Australia. This group has been focusing on cataloguing the many historic items that are donated to the WIA. And these include anything from documents, medals, trophies, logbooks, significant equipment and of course photos. And being the representative body for Australia, it is important to know where these historical items come from and to capture the historical significance of the item. The committee has set up a cataloguing process using professional cataloguing software and is working through the collection to capture each item into the catalogue. If you've visited the National Office of the WIA, then you'll be aware of the amount of material that this committee is working through. This also highlights a problem in that you have to visit the Bayswater office in VK3 to view the material. To address this problem, the committee is working through how they can make the catalogue available via the internet, and they plan to digitise the collection and make it available via the internet. The committee gets many requests from researchers wanting information about historical events and family members, and making the information available on the internet would make this information much more accessible. This all takes time and resource, and as with all committees in the WIA, they are volunteers, so this work is performed on a best-effort basis, and this committee is working quietly away. One of the fantastic examples of making our history more visible is the WIA publication Wireless Men and Women at War. This publication covers World War I, Between the Wars, World War II, the Modern Era and the Anzac 100 celebrations. And it's available through the WIA Bookshop for only $30 to WIA members. I finish with a reminder that Amateur Radio Magazine is moving to a bi-monthly publication from 2018. This provides an opportunity to refocus the magazine. So, can I take this opportunity to do some expectation management? When you receive your magazine towards the end of January 2018 and you open it up expecting a completely revised and new magazine, you'll probably be disappointed. This change will not happen overnight, but it will be an evolution as we survey members and find out what you really want to see in your magazine. This change will be member-driven and the Strategy Advisory Committee will be surveying members to find out what you really want to see in your magazine and the formats you want it in. So stay tuned for the next round of surveys from the Strategy Advisory Committee. And I'll take this opportunity to wish you all a safe and happy festive season and may it be filled with much RF and much amateur radio. This has been Justin, VK7 Tango Whiskey, for the WIA Board. You are listening to the WIA Broadcast, available as a podcast where all good podcasts can be found. And remember to share and leave a rating to help other people find it. This is WIA Director, VK5 Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Discussion point, and will global warming mean more common lightning strikes? While severe weather event disasters hit known areas of the globe, lightning can strike anywhere. 
A bolt of lightning hits the ground somewhere around the world about 100 times a second. That's 8 million strikes every day. Some scientists suggest lightning strikes may increase by 12% for every degree of global warming. A few in the United States predict that by the end of the century, if temperatures do rise, there will be a 50% increase in strikes. Recently, those in Australia are thinking that temperature records here in some places may reach the magical 50 degrees Celsius, and already this year there have been some unseasonal heat. Whether you're sceptical or a supporter of global change, the increased talk of lightning strikes should be considered by all radio amateurs and is included in the syllabus for amateur radio assessments. A question often asked by someone new is whether lightning protection is really necessary. Once the technical dynamics of a direct hit or the induced high voltages from a nearby strike are explained, the answer is yes. A normal practice by some is to disconnect the antenna when they are away from their radio shack. In preparation, read up now on the real threat of lightning strikes to radio amateurs. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, WIA Local News Service VK7, VK3 Papa Charlie and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. New DXTraveller.eu website. A convenient platform is on the site dx-traveller.eu for travelling radio amateurs. Radio amateurs who plan to go without their equipment look at this website and receive assistance in obtaining radio equipment and antennas from the owner in new places during their overseas adventure. In New Zealand, a scammer is targeting radio spectrum radio users and licence holders on social media. RSM have been made aware that a scammer is using a Facebook account claiming to work for Radio Spectrum Management and asking for personal information from licence holders and radio users. Radio Spectrum Management would never contact radio users or licence holders on social media asking for their personal or financial details, IRD numbers or password. In this case, personal information and meetings have been requested. 80-year-old Telefunken TX... On Sunday the 26th of November, the Burgeon Broadcaster Association group of amateur radio enthusiasts celebrated the 80th anniversary of the inauguration of the Telefunken LW-MW transmitter station from 1937. The transmitter is apparently the only one remaining in existence. The rated power was 20 kilowatts and it was in service until 1978. The site has museum status and transmissions of mainly historical interest are made on 1314 kHz almost every Sunday, 1100 CET to 1500 CET. The museum is open every Sunday from 11am to 3pm except at Christmas and New Year and is situated on the island of Ascoe, just west of Bergen, Norway and is well served by public transport. BBC World Service Wave Guide Andy, Mike 6, Victor Fox Tango, notes in a recent Southgate Amateur Radio Club news feed that episodes of the BBC World Services Waveguide program as far back as 1988 are available to listen on iPlayer. 
Among the shows is Back to Basics, operating a shortwave radio, a six-part series on everything you need to know to enjoy shortwave radio. Part 1, Technical Advice on Choosing a Shortwave Radio Set. First, do you want digital or analogue tuning, other wavelengths or even an alarm clock? What do sensitivity, selectivity, image rejection and strong signal handling mean? Well worth a listen, particularly to the Saucepan Radio episode. New Cuban movie features ham radio. Cuba is celebrating their Havana Film Festival and one of the movies features a Cuban amateur radio operator talking to the Mir space station. Southgate News says, As we read on TIFF.net, the Soviet Union crumbles in 1991. An amateur radio operator in Cuba makes unexpected contact with a stranded cosmonaut as he observes the dissolution of his nation from orbit in Cuban director Ernesto Durana Serrano's comedic yet poignant reflection on how big events can impact ordinary lives. Despite most premium car brands moving towards an autonomous future, Mazda has confirmed its vehicles will always feature a steering wheel. Speaking at the 2017 Los Angeles Motor Show, President and CEO of Mazda North America Operations, Masahiro Moro, said that there's not a chance of Mazda ditching a steering wheel for Level 5 autonomy. No steering wheel is not an option for us. I always believe a human is the best computer to drive a car. Car Advice say it's an interesting statement given Mazda is already leading the charge in Australia with making safety features like autonomous emergency braking standard across its range of passenger vehicles. But it still means that Mazda could offer Level 4 autonomy, which allows the vehicle to take full control from the start to the end of the journey, but also allows the driver to take hold of the steering wheel to drive at any point. Radio Amateurs to Help Police The Times of India report... Ham Radio bounces back in new role to track criminals' locations. The newspaper says a ham radio club will help the Pune police spot the location of criminals has been established by Muktangan Science Exploratory Centre. Deputy Inspector General of Police Wireless Abdul Raham, who inaugurated the club, says the wireless department is taking help from the ham radio clubs in Pune to resolve communication problems and now has a mobile locator to help zero in on criminals. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA News Service. In VK7, it can be heard on HF and at least three repeated networks, including VK7RAA and linked repeaters across the north and VK7RTC and RCH in the south. Also streamed over www.vk7taz.net at 0900 hours local on Sundays and 2000 hours local on Tuesdays. I'm Peter, VK7 Papa Delta. Ham Radio Operational News, it's contact sport. I'm Felix VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. 2017. It's been running all year, but it does include December 31. It's the Victorian Local Government Award 2017 Challenge. The ARRL 10 Meter Contest this weekend. The ARRL 10 Meter Contest with SSB and Fern Activity takes place from 0000 hours UTC on Saturday 9th December until 23.59 UTC on Sunday the 10th. Stations in the USA, including Hawaii and Alaska and Canada, will send an RSRSU report and state or province. 
Mexico will send an IRS-RST report and their state. DX station send an IRS-RST report and a sequential serial number starting with 001. Maritime Mobile Station send an IRS-RST report in the ITU region R1, R2 or R3. 2018. WIA VHF UHF Summer Field Day Contest Date for next year. 13-14 January 2018. John Memorial Field Day will be held over the weekend 17-18 March 2018 and will run from UTC 0100 hours on Saturday until 0059 on Sunday. Harrow Angel Memorial Sprint, Saturday May the 5th, 10 hours UTC to 11.46 UTC. The VK Shires Contest is always held on the June long weekend, which is a weekend prior to the second Monday of June each year, so make a note June 9-10, starts 0600 hours UTC, Saturday 9 Enzo 600 hours UTC Sunday 10. DXing. Canada's Polar Prince Whisper transmissions to ID with new call sign on return leg. With the successful completion of the Canada C3 expedition via the Northwest Passage that culminated with the arrival of the Polar Prince in Victoria, British Columbia, the CG3 EXP special event call sign has been retired. The Polar Prince will continue to carry an Ultimate 3 WSPR beacon as the ship returns to the East Coast of Canada via the Panama Canal. The vessel's WSPR system will identify as VE0EXP. Anyone with a HF receiver and free WSPR application may be able to receive the VE0EXP signal and track the vessel's location on WSPR net. Malta 9H. Chill and Catherine are QRVS 9H3DQR and 9H3AAF respectively from Gozo Island, Malta until December 11. Activities on 160 to 10 minutes using CWNSSB. QSL both calls via SM6DQR. West Malaysia, 9M2. 9M2MRS from Penang Island, IOTA AS015, until January 31, 2018. Activities on 40 to 10 minutes using CWSSB and PSK. The Gambia, C5. Andre is QRVC5YK from the Gambia until January the 30th, 2018. Activity is on 40 to 6 metres using FT8 and some CW. QSL home call ON7YK. Be listening for 5T1A from Mauritius until December the 20th. All bands using SSB and FT8. Send QSLs via A92AA. A team of operators will be active between January the 6th and 9th as H91IT from Saboga Island on 40 to 10 metres using CW and SSB. Send QSLs via HP1RCP. Last up on the DX calendar this week, so tickets please. Luxembourg, LX. Members of the Luxembourg Amateur Radio Union are QRV as LX2017 TRAM. From Luxembourg City during December to welcome the new tramway. QSL via the Bureau. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. From Australia, this is VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello, I'm Col, VK3LED, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Groups News. First of all, ATV. Slow scan TV from space, December 5 and 6. The 145.8 MHz FM slow scan television transmissions from the International Space Station on December 5 and 6 should be receivable by radio amateurs around the world. 
The MAI-75 SSTV system in the Russian service module will be put through some extended testing from December 5, starting around 1500 UTC and running until 0900 UTC on December 6. Test images will be used during this period. This will provide near-global coverage if all works well on the 145.8 MHz FM frequency. In the past, images have been sent using the SSTV mode PD-180 with a three-minute off time between each image. The ISS puts out a strong signal, and a two-meter handheld with a quarter-wave antenna should be enough to receive it. Many FM rigs can be switched between wide and narrow deviation filters, so for best results, you should select the filter for wider 5 kHz deviation FM. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Defense Ham Radio provided link during invasion of Kuwait. When Iraqi tanks rolled into Kuwait in the early 1990s, their first target was the country's communication systems. But not everyone went dark. A man in Illinois received one of the only signals coming from Kuwait on his ham radio in his home in the USA. That remarkable account is one of several war-related stories connected to the American military activity in the Persian Gulf that guests can experience at the Vermilion County War Museum. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Faith, 4X0 XMAS from Shivta. The UNESCO World Heritage Committee has declared Shivta to be a World Heritage Site. The Shivda National Park is on the list of confirmed WFF Israel National Parks Award for XFF032 and has a very long and interesting history. Members of the Holy Land DX group are going to operate from this location between 0800 UTC Friday, December 22nd until 12 midday UTC on December 24th. It will be the first time operating from this QTH. Holy Land Square, D27BS. They will use the call sign 4X0XMAS and will be running three stations using CW and SSB on the WFF frequencies. This operation will also participate in the Christianity on the Year event, December 22nd to 24th, for the Hokota Award. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier, Lost in Space. Amateur radio-carrying D-Star 1 CubeSat among spacecraft apparently lost. The first amateur radio satellite to employ the D-Star digital voice and data format, D-Star 1, was among about 20 secondary payloads lost on November 28 after an otherwise nominal launch of a three-stage Soyuz 2.1 booster from the new Vostokny Cosmodrome in the far reaches of eastern Russia. The mission carried the Russian Meteor M21 satellite, the primary payload as well as Canadian Telestar experimental satellite and 17 other secondary payloads, including the D-Star 1. According to reports, a fault occurred in the sophisticated and autonomous FreeCat upper stage, which, after separating from the launch vehicle, inserts multiple spacecraft into their respective orbits. A so-called space tug, FreeCat has been in service for nearly two decades. Russian space agency Roscosmos is investigating the freakout failure. And AMSAT North America are saying astronaut Joa Kaba has made a historic contact with the Maria Montessori Institute Educational Unit in San Cristobal, Venezuela, the first ever educational ham radio contact in that country's history. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Islands on the Air, AS015 and AF045. AF045 
Four operators will be active as 6V1A from Gorey Island between December 15th to 17th. Activity will be on CW and SSB on all HF bands using two stations. AS015, Rich, PA0RRS, is once again active as 9M2MRS from Penang Island until January 31st, 2018. Activity will be on 40 to 10 metres using CW, RITI and PSK. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Radio Amateur Old Timers. Reputed as the world's oldest ham, Jean Touzeau, Foxtrot 8 India Lima of Albi, France, has died. The Dean of French Radio Amateurs, Touzeau, was 109 and enjoyed operating CW with an old-fashioned hand key and a modern Yesu transceiver. He reportedly retired from the airwaves for health reasons at age 105 in 2014. Until then, he'd been active on the air, making daily contacts on 80 metres CW with other stations in France. In stepping back from his ham activity, Tuzo said he was no longer able to send CW and made too many mistakes. He was a member of France's International Amateur Radio Union Member Society, REF, as well as of the Union of French Telegraphists. Born in Algeria, Tuzo had been on the air since 1936 and learned CW during his time in the military. Vale, Foxtrot 8, India Lima, Silent Key. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Radio Amateur Young Timers, MX0RYC, reallocated by Ofcom. The RSGB Youth Committee is delighted to have the call sign MX0RYC reallocated by Ofcom. The call sign was used during the Youth D expedition in Wales in 2015. It will be used by the Youth Committee for outreach activities, and you can follow what they do on Twitter at the RSGB Youth. And that's the latest worldwide special interest group news. I'm Col, VK3 LED. You're tuned to VK1 WIA News. This news broadcast can be heard on linked repeaters VK6 AUF Perth 438.525 and VK6 RMS Mount Saddleback 147.250 Sundays 9am and 7pm. I'm Trevor, VK6YJ. On the social scene, and it is great to get some of the 2018 material in about Hamfest, etc., already. In fact, November 11 in VK5, it'll be the Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest. May 4 to 7 in VK4, the Clareview Gathering. March 25 in VK3, EMDRC's Hamfest, the Great Ryrie Primary School, Heathmont. And in VK2... It's just 77 days now until the Central Coast ARC Field Day at Wyong on Sunday, February 25th, 2018. For national or online virtual groups, now is the time to arrange to meet up at this, the largest meeting of radio amateurs in the Southern Hemisphere. For those interested in SOTA, why not take advantage of the nearby Mount Elliot, a VK2HU093 in SOTA terms. And if you operate from the park on this summit, bring some snags along for the electric barbecues there. Are you thinking of upgrading your licence, or indeed sitting for the foundation ticket? Well, you can take the CCARC one-day foundation course on Saturday, and sit any of the tests at the field day on Sunday, but please book early. In fact, for those travelling from interstate, if you're looking to stay in a hotel or motel, 
it's good to get those bookings in before Christmas to make sure you have the best room for your stay. Bring in the family. Then check the tourist website for activities around the central coast, God's own country. As always, please check the fieldday.org.au website for all information about the Wyong Field Day 2018. For the Central Coast ARC, this is Ed, DD5LP. Thanks, Ed. And just before the Feb 25 VK2 event, February 18 in VK3 at 9am, it's Wendark's Hamfest at the Italian Sports Club Werribee. It's a new venue, four times the size as last year's at the Italian Sports Club of Werribee. That's in 601 Heaths Road. Entry is only $7, open at 10am, and entry tickets will be on sale from 9 the entry ticket includes one free draw in the major prize. Now, until next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contact from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions. www.wia.org.au from Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.